It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, 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 hello. How are you today? Welcome to Living on Purpose Build Life Podcast, Summertime Series, Car, Coffee, and Prayer. <clears throat> I am Dr. Miracle Pattinger. I am in my vehicle. I have my coffee. Let me take a sip. I thought it was a little parched. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yes, much better, much better, much better. And in this particular podcast, I am going to share with you a scripture, and then I'm going to pray with you. And so in this summertime series, Car, Coffee, and Prayer, um, I just wanted to continue just to encourage you during this season, right? During this season. And so I have been, I thank God that I've had the opportunity to take care of the children, go get some me time, work out in the gym get my coffee and almost I spent time in the presence I'm a, and and pray for our people and also pray for you pray for myself and we're going to continue on with the day right we're going to continue moving and grooving in what God has called and the purpose us to do so on today I want to share with you from Psalm 69 and 32 Psalm 69 and 32 and this particular passage of scripture is um Coming uh, is from Dan- with Daniel, sorry, not Daniel, David, King David. He is sharing his transparency. Okay. So if you were to read the 69th division of Psalm, David wrote this, this is a Psalm of David, and it was um, in some uh, versions, it's entitled A Urgent Plea for Help in Trouble. An Urgent Plea for Help in Trouble. And we know that God will help those who are in times of trouble. And what I found when I went through this particular passage is this was during a time when David, he found himself in a lot of trouble, deep, deep trouble. He In this passage, he talks about how the trouble is so deep and so over his head, like he's being flooded with water, like he's stuck in the mud. He realized that all the actions that he did, that basically he was operating out of his flesh and his foolishness. He even specifically says, Lord, you know my foolishness. You know I've done all these wrongs. And he begins to be transparent with God to the point where he is saying, Lord, I'm accepting the punishment. I'm accepting I've chosen to accept the punishment. I've chosen to accept the consequences for my actions, not only from the people around me, but first and foremost from you. And as he is going through this process of, you know, of his, um, how we put the kids on restriction, you know, sometimes how he's going through his 
restriction process as he's going, enduring his punishment, as he is enduring his um, grounding, so to speak, it is very hard, it's very traumatic on him. People are making fun of him. They are talking about him. They are belittling him. So much so to the point, David in his transparency tells God, look, this hurts. Not only are you punishing me, but the people are punishing me too. What's up with that? They, they're really no better than me. And they have, and they're adding insult to injury. And when I try to do right and I try to get back on track and do what you told me to do, I pray, I fast, I weep, I tear my clothes, all these things, they're laughing at me. They're not giving me any respect. They're not, they're not making it easy for me. And David feels all of that. And don't you know, God wants you to be transparent with him. He wants the good, the bad, and the ugly. Even when you're in, when you're out of your flesh and in your heart, some things start to come out. He even goes down to a point where he says, Lord, I'm, I don't like them. I don't like this process. And he vents to God to the point where he even says, Lord, you know what? I want you to get them. Evict them from their tents. Make them go blind. Shake their bodies up. Make them sick. <laughs> Pour out your fury on them. Put your anger against them. They added insult to injury. It's, you know, look, I recognize my own foolishness, and you know my foolishness, and I recognize what I did was wrong. I've chosen to repent. I'm enduring the consequences, and they're not making it easy for me to live right, and I'm tired of it. This is too, it feels like this is too much. Lord, where are you at? And doing all of those things, he even, oh my goodness, he even said, and, he, and this is where I, I see from the perspective, <laughs> I see the, the transparency of his pettiness, even down into verse 28. He, he told the Lord, he said, Lord, erase their names from the book of life and don't let them be counted among the righteous. Pile their sins up high and don't let them go free. So in his transparency, he did not want to extend mercy. Nope, 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 nope. He did not want to extend mercy because that's the way he felt. He chose to be transparent with God because if he wasn't transparent with God and let it all out to God, which is a safe place, then he would have let all that out on the people and caused more harm than good. And so it's, I thank God for even in this example showing us that when Jesus is our friend. When God is our father and our safe place, our refuge, we can go to him with everything and anything, and we can trust that God will handle it. He will give us that opportunity to vent, to cleanse ourselves from the things that don't need to be, don't need to reside in our hearts. And then thankfully, David, towards the end of this, he recognizes, you know what, Lord, I know I'm suffering and I'm in pain, but I need you to rescue me. And then his humility, he turns in humility after he vents out what people have done to him. This He recognizes the sovereignty of God, that in order for him to come through this process successfully, he must allow God to work in him. That he has to come to a place where he will give God praise, praise the name of the living God. Because even though David can't see God working things out in the midst of all of the pain and the sorrow and the turmoil going on around him, he knows God is doing something because he has chosen to humble himself. It was better for him to humble himself and repent and get everything out and let God cleanse his heart from the inside out than for him to try to hold on to that and then still rule and govern the people and poison them secretly and contaminate the entire 
you know, region and population. So we give God praise. So when we look at Psalm 69, verse 32, it says in the New Living Translation, the humble will see their God at work and be glad. Let all who seek God's help be encouraged. So what does that tell us? No matter how bad the situation is, whether it was something that occurred because of your own foolishness or the circumstances, situations, or, or consequences from other people's foolishness, if you turn to God and allow God and seek God for help, recognize God is working even when you can't see him working. He's moving and he is positioning strategically things in order when you can't hear him, when you can't see him, when you can't trace him. He is still moving and let that give you comfort and be glad. Even when people and the checks aren't coming as fast in the mail and people are saying this, that and the other, where is your hope? Where is your joy? Where is your peace? It is yet and still in God because you know that because you're seeking God's help to resolve the matter for a resolution of the matter. That's what's going to encourage you. That's what's going to empower you. That's what's going to keep you going. Even with me working out, uh, it's like, okay, Lord, my schedule get, keeps changing. I don't have much time to go here and go, and go there to work out. The number isn't looking like it's changing all the time. It seems like it's going up instead of going down. Lord, I need your help. And because I put my reliance on God, not on the resources that he has given me to aid me in my weight loss, meaning I don't put my trust and my confidence in, in uh, supplements and the drinks and the different things of that nature, whatever that may be. But I'm putting my confidence in God because I, as I know, as I put in, if I'm faithful to God to make those diligent efforts, whether it's 15 minutes, 30 minutes, once a week, twice a week, three times a week to actually work it out the way I know God has taught me to work it out. And in doing so, I do all things as unto the Lord, right? And I'm doing it as a sacrifice unto God. I'm crucifying my flesh, sacrificing my time, my energy, my want to, to sit down somewhere, relax, be, and all this other stuff. And I'm sacrificing my pride and my convenience to, as an offering unto God to show myself faithful unto him, because I know he's faithful unto me. Because I have to put action to my faith. In doing that, in doing it the Lord's way and, and inquiring of his help, he then encourages me. And guess what? Next thing I know, in my consistency and I'm in applying God's help, I see the results. I start to see the results. The, the scale went down one number this morning and I praise Jesus. I praise Jesus for that. That's an encouragement to me. Don't you know that? Oh, bless the Lord. Hallelujah. And if I keep going, I'll see it go down to more and some more. And then my, my primary care physician won't be upset with me. <laughs> and so we're going to keep going down more and more. And so I want to encourage you, seek God for help. Even when you're frustrated, even when you don't understand, even when you don't think anything is changing or happening around you. Seek God for help and let his peace, his presence encourage you. Allow yourself clean out. Do not hold on and partner with that spirit of resentment, with that spirit of anger, with that spirit of shame or humility or um, humiliation. Don't, don't partner with that. Let it go. Bind it, cast it out, and get yourself clean in the presence of the Lord and allow the blood of Jesus to wash you from the inside out and the washing of the water of God's word to know that he is yet and still there. 
he will not embarrass you and he will not allow you to be in a place where the glory of the Lord will not ultimately be revealed in your life. Ah, God will save you. He will save you. In the King James Version, that same verse says, the humble shall see this and be glad and you who seek God, your hearts shall live. You shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. These, this is not going to kill you, okay? This is not going to kill you. And so we thank God for all things. Hallelujah. Amen. So that is a bit of Psalm 69, verse 32. But we're talking about how as we seek God, those who seek God's help will be encouraged. Not the help of other people, places, or things. Other people's opinions, what is socially acceptable, or what is the latest fad or trend. That kind of help will not lead to the kind of encouragement that is necessary to fill the void that is on the inside of you. It's not, it's, it, it'll be a temporary fix, a momentary fix, but it won't be a permanent fix. It's not going to satisfy. Uh. So we thank God for his help and his encouragement that brings life to every single area of our lives. Hallelujah. Mm. A sip of the coffee and let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you that you are our help. You are our strength. You are our comfort. You are our guide. You are our refuge and strong tower. You are our safe place. Lord, we thank you, O oh God, that we can call you friend. And as a friend that sticketh closer than a brother, we thank you that we can come to you and cast all our cares upon you because you care for us. Thank you for caring for about us, for us, and even concerned about the things that we are concerned about. From the top to the bottom, from the inside out, every nook, every cranny, every wave, oh, every hill, every valley. Oh, God, from the mountains top to the valleys low, Lord, you care. Even the little things that irritate us and irk us, Lord, you do care. You want to hear it. And through the process of us sharing this with you, you teach us how to either deal with it, get rid of it, or, or God, you add to, some, add to us even more your strength and your power to resolve it. And that's how you mature and you grow us up. Thank you, God, for giving us opportunities to grow even the more in you, to be more mature. Because even as we saw, David said in this particular passage that he said, uh, Lord, you know my foolishness. And Lord, we know that the Bible says that foolishness is bound in the heart of a child. Lord, we won't want to stay immature in you. We want to grow and mature. We don't want to stay babes in Christ. We want to become big girls and big boys in Christ. Amen. We want to grow up to experience the fullness of your glory and to be ready and mature enough to handle the glory and the responsibilities that come with it so we may receive the blessings of God, so we can be conduits of your blessings, not to hoard them for ourselves, but to bless others and build the kingdom of God. Thank you, Father, 
Oh God, that we seek your help, your wisdom, your discernment, your kingdom strategies, your agenda and your plan. Give us this day our daily bread. Lord God, we thank you for forgiving us for all of our sins, cleansing us from all unrighteousness and thought word and deed, not pleasing in your sight. Lord, we thank you for the bloodbath right now. You give us clean hands and a pure heart. You renew a right spirit on the inside of us through the name and the blood of Jesus. We thank you, O oh God, that your help on this day is encouraging us, it is bringing life to every area of our lives, to our finances, to our homes, to our households, our relationships, to our jobs, to our uh, family relationships, to our business relationships, those in the community, those in ministry, to our children, to our children's children. We speak life right now in Jesus' name. Lord God, we thank you. We thank you, Father, because you are great and greatly to be praised. Lord God, forgive us for entertaining pettiness. Uh, for trying to cultivate pettiness in areas that we have no business. We choose to release that unto you right now in Jesus' name, and we let it go. We will not pick it up again. We reverence your sovereignty. And your judgments, your judgment is your decision concerning the matter. Lord, you know who did what, how they did it, when they did it, and you know how to handle it. Lord, your word says that you desire that all men be saved. So as we pray the word, Lord, it is our desire that whoever has done these things against us, that we entrust them into your care. Lord, heal, deliver, set them free and save them, Lord God. Oh, let them be used for your glory, whichever way you deem right and choose, because, Lord, your right is the rightest right. You are the most high God. You are higher than our pettiness and our pettiness will not save us. It will not fix anything. If nothing else, it will keep us in bondage. And we do not want to operate in bondage or in witchcraft or manipulation or idolatry of any kind. So we shut the door to that right now in Jesus name. And we thank you, Father, for growing us up and giving us an opportunity to mature in this. In this, in this, in this. We mature in this. We thank you for your help, and we will apply your help. Mm. We're going to apply it, and we're going to walk therein. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. Amen. We thank God for all things. I thank God for each and every one of you. I pray that you're going to have a great and awesome day on today. I am excited about what's coming up in a few days. I will be hosting the very first of our Living a Purposeful Life events um, with the T session, the TEA session, where we're trusting God's plans, engaging in this process and activating um, the, the kingdom building and we're, we're building the kingdom and the building the kingdom character of god that's coming up on july the 23rd if you have not gotten your tickets already please go to bit.ly forward slash purpose t and get your tickets today they are very inexpensive it is going to be held at the limitless event venue in chesapeake virginia and you're going to be absolutely encouraged as we talk about what does it mean to build the kingdom character of God through mental health, emotional stability, and spiritual well-being with some qualified, anointed, professional women of God, including myself. So I am so excited about that with some awesome worship, worship music lined up. And you'll see all those details online and on Facebook as well. All right. So thank you all so much for joining me. 
Work it on out. Do what you need to do. Go in the glory of God. Remember, don't release petty poison on people. If you got issues and concerns, take them to Jesus. Take them to God. Let him handle it. And then let him also clean you up and clean you out and purify your heart. So that way you don't miss your own blessings. Okay. In Jesus name. God bless you. Have a great and awesome day. Bye-bye.